When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, hey, I'm Jimmy Bullard, and this is me old muck of Venice. We're back together, son. How are you? Hey, Bully. Great to be back working with you. Well, what are we doing here, though? We're starting a football club in podcast form. The only thing we know, it's called FC Bullard. After that, it's all up for grabs. So, we haven't got any players, we haven't got a kit, we haven't got a club badge, we haven't got a stadium. Correct. FC Bullard. Welcome to the club. This is a crowd podcast. This episode is sponsored by Mustang Sally Wenham. To be more like Sally, go to patreon.com and grow the show today. If you're feeling low, the Jomala Show will give you things to talk about. If you're feeling down, then the bearded clown will give you things to talk about hello there welcome to our show i'm joe marla this is tom fordyce thomas joseph how are you i'm well and you well very well very very well (laughs) it's a very strong start to the show this week you will remember joe that we concluded last week's episode with a sing-off based on the theme of seeing in honour of our guest, who was an optometrist. Mm. Hit me with another song, please. Look at the stars, look how they shine for you, and all the things you do, and they were called yellow. Are they all yellow? (laughs) (laughs) What was it? And it was called yellow. You'll go. Okay. You're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes off of you. Go, Joe, it's your turn with your song. Boom, 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 boom. It's the eye of the tiger. It's that angel eyes. Bright eyes burning like fire. Pretty green eyes. Dum, 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 dum. Pretty green eyes. <laughs> we do it. With those angel eyes, you make sense, make sense for all time. Don't look back in anger. Good one. I heard you say. Looky, looky, who's got hooky? Name the film. Don't know. Hook. So talking of films, have you seen Top Gun Maverick? Oh, I have seen Top Gun Maverick and I loved every... I want to watch it again and again and again. Favourite new character? Well, this is the thing. They're not new characters to me because I haven't seen the first one. Okay. (laughs) I like Goose's son. Rooster. Rooster, yeah. I thought Tom Cruise looks incredible. Isn't he like 60-odd now? Did you notice when he had the tops off shots... They never showed, like, nipple down. So if there was a little bit of flubbage going on, you wouldn't see it. It's done really well. Mm. I'd need that quite a lot. 
So above my neck, but below my nose. <laughs> a math shot. That's just my, <laughs> that's my shot. And not open either. What would your call sign be? Oh, what's, so we, what's it based on? What are their call signs based on? Well, let's go through the... Why is the he op- called Maverick? Because he, he was a Maverick. He was a Maverick. There's Hangman, isn't there, who leaves people out to hang because yeah, he fixes so, them up. So did, but did they have their names prior to it or did they have their names because of what they did? Because he was called Maverick and acted like a Maverick. What came and, first, the call sign or the behaviour? Yeah, like eggs. They're very American, aren't they? Like, you know, Rooster Hangman, bloody, bloody, blah. Who's the, who's the teachers in it? Oh, Val Kilmer. What was his name? Iceman. 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 You know, they CGI'd his voice and his talking. His mouth was CGI'd in that. Yes. Fucked his throat and he... Yeah. It's probably a lot more worse than fucked his throat, but that's all knowledge I've got. My call sign would be Shagatron. <laughs> what would yours be? Well, they're obviously very American. I would go for something a little bit more British, a bit more parochial, something like, I don't know, lamppost or hedge. What, what, about you, what about you is a lamppost or a hedge? It's just suburban, isn't it? You're suburban, are you? Pretty much. Sandwich? You're a, sandwich. You're a cheese sandwich. <laughs> Um, I'm going to take him from behind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming up the rear. And, excuse uh, me, sandwich? Where are you? Cheese sandwich, where are you at? Yeah, no, we need some help. We've got some enemies here. Cheese? Shagatron. Shagatron. Yeah, but at least we Eyes might. right. There's heat on your tail, Shagatron. <laughs> Can't do that with done cheese sandwich. <laughs> well, if you've got any more ideas for what the call signs for Joe and I might be, please get in contact in all the usual social places. Let's get a guest on then. On Joe Marler's show. Today's guest is a groundsman, and he's called Terry. Welcome, Terry. Thank you. I understand you're uh, you're a listener, are you? Yeah, I've listened to every show. Every episode Ooh. of our show? Yeah, every episode. How many episodes have we done, Tom? Hundred and... Hundred-ish? Hundred and zero. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, over a hundred would have been a better answer. Okay, right. And we're still fantastically shit at it, which is <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> you got a favourite one? The Detective is right up there. He was good, one. Yeah. I really yeah. like that one. Yeah. But there's so many we're literally talking about. And I've forgotten half of them, or the ones near the start. Oh, not not that memorable then. <laughs> <laughs> big, big listener. Doesn't like them. I listen to every single episode, think every one of them shit. <laughs> That's what Terry's got. He said, I'm going to get on there, and I'm just going to come and tell them the truth. No, they just, I don't know. There's been so many. There's probably loads that I thought, That's brilliant. That's brilliant. And you just forget about them. It's a good oh, answer, Terry, I think. That's it a is good. good. Yeah. But I'm interested. What's the worst one you've listened to then? I don't want to say because. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> right. I, d- I don't want to say it's write fine. it down that bit of paper see if he's nervous <laughs> don't do this uh, we're not going to hold you what? Uh, oh. no ignore it uh, we're not going to we'll hold you I'm not going to read it out I'm we'll interested if... for feedback isn't yeah because we, we've probably got one in mind haven't we oh yeah oh yeah oh oh yeah I thought it was a bit serious oh yeah yeah, yeah. some of the listeners are going to be like Oh, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> oh, that's the intrigue. We're not, we're not Tune in there. next week and we will not tell you that either. Right, first question, my opening question yeah. is, how fast have you ever been on a lawnmower? So, it's more like the buggies, the RTVs. Which is what? 
It's sort of like um, like a four by four sort of vehicle yeah. used to go around, and you have stuff in the back. Is that like a gator? Yeah, 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 a gator. So I've used bigger gators, smaller gators, but some of them can fly. Some of the older stuff back in the day is scary, like flying around corners. Obviously, you've got no doors, no windows or anything. And it's it like, coming out um, the sides. Yeah, you, I reckon you could flip them really easy. <laughs> <laughs> smile on Terry's face. That smile hasn't stopped since he walked in. It's fucking brilliant. I know. Well, the minute he walked in, I was going to have fun today. This is fucking brilliant. And he's just going, yeah, we're getting that gator. Fucking hell, we could do some speed on that. Uh, yeah, we've had a few accidents, so... Oh, right. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, so fucking lost two colleagues. Yeah, broke my leg. Yeah, his arms <laughs> off and all that sort of like. Yeah, yeah. So the gators are the where the speeds at. Yeah, they're like utility vehicles, basically. What they're called. Mm. They're, that's where the, the speed is at. If and the want, law, mind you, you don't really want the lawnmowers to go that quick, do you? No. And if you're racing around on lawnmower, big lawnmowers, all the decks are you know literally wobbling around, whacking. It's too much weight for it. So you're damaging things if you go too quick. What's your lawnmower setup, Joe? Uh, well, I'm glad you asked, Tom, because I've actually got a Atco GTX. You went for the GTX? Mm-hmm. The green one <laughs> with the with the blades. Sit-on blade. or push? It's a sit-on. Is it? No, very much a sit-on. That was when we got the house, I went, I want to go get a lawnmower. Price point? Fucking hell. It was about four and a half, five grand. I was blown away by that. Have I, have I been mugged off or is that like a reasonable price for a road for mower? Like, I suppose for like sort of like a garden mower, it's a pretty decent one. It's a real shame actually, Terry, that I came out with an Atco GTX and there wasn't a single <laughs> bit of Flicker. impressed face that I've heard appeared. Of it. I've heard of it. Yeah, but, but it's you're more now saying, oh, you've heard of it in like, oh yeah, it's a nice garden mower, but it's, not really. It's a garden range. Oh. It's more of a garden range. Patronising. Yeah, he's, like, you're, you're not just, impressed whatsoever. Nah, like the big stuff, like you wouldn't obviously have in your garden. What's the creme de la creme of lawnmowers then? Toro. Toro was like the biggest and best and the most expensive as well. Uh, you're looking at about 80 grand. 80 grand? You're getting like rollers on it, brushes on it. So the brush cleans the rollers as you're going along. Why the fuck do you need a roller and a brush when you're cutting grass? All you've got to do is cut the grass. You surely just need a blade. What's the rollers doing? Well, you think if you're using them for sports, yeah. so especially more golf course, things where you want a perfect surface. Yeah. So you want that surface for the ball roll to be like perfect. You don't want any of them bumping along. You know, you think someone like on one of the big tournaments and they make a, a putt that's five foot and it bumps off. Everyone's going to be like, that shouldn't be doing that. You want that true roll is what they call it. The rollers are basically creating that nice, firm, flat surface for you and it's making it quicker as well. So, so that's does, what causes the stripes, is it? You're striping it at the same time as well. So you're creating those stripes. So when you see like golf course, you see them all striped up, that's helping it as well. On our one, we've got like, you have eight blades. Oof. So there's eight going around spinning at once, basically. So that's why you'll never miss a bit of grass. And that gets every bit of grass. Yeah. Right, well, that really fucks me off. I used to work at a turfing company, yeah? Yeah. And they had all these fields, funnily yeah. enough, and they'd have their tractor with the mower attachments on or whatever. They'd right. be going over it all, big fucking vast things. And my job, when we weren't doing barrowing between jobs, actually doing jobs on site, was sitting on the single man mower. Yeah. The rotary one. with the, Yeah, yeah. And going up and down this field... In line, like the thing, because their mower wouldn't pick up like the thicker bits of grass. 
right. or like the the weeds or something, so that I had to just follow behind in this one-man single mower. You've got this fucking giant tractor and then you've just got this one-man single mower. Were they pulling my leg? <laughs> <laughs> you were sitting there giggling as if like, they've fucking done you a good in there. No, like, it... go and start, j- jump start that chainsaw or something. Have they got me like that? No, there is like, so you get these things on grass called, we call stalks. They're like thick bits of grass. And once they get really thick and hardy, it almost like bounces around the cut. So when that starts happening, usually happens in the summer, we'll go and get, I don't know, one of the boys go out there with a little single mower, pretty much what you've just said, and he has to cut them all down. So it is a legit job. It is a legit. It's fucking shit. (laughs) Sounds like the sort of dog's bodies. (laughs) There was no radio neither, mate. And it was before headphones, in fact. No, there were headphones, you know, it was like... Headphones had been existed. What did you think about when you were going up and down, Joe? It was just so mind-numbingly boring. Maybe I was singing lots of songs, seeing the occasional dog walker, seeing if they'd, like, be keen uh, (laughs) (laughs) to spend time with me in the field. Yeah, that's what you're saying. You know, that's the sort of stuff that would go through a young man's head, if, if I'm honest. Terry, what do you think about? I listen to podcasts and things like that. Yeah, there he is. If it does distract you a little bit, it can distract you. And you don't want to have a wobbly, wobbly line. <laughs> so you have to put a lot of concentration in getting these stripes right. Yeah, the boys, like, in the golf course industry a bit, you'll get a lot of crap from the boys if you start doing what I used to call, like, Beckhams and things like that. Right, so let, let's talk about these. Let's talk about the stripes. What different stripes can you get? Presumably you just get up, down. <laughs> yeah. Crisscross. Yeah, yeah. Concentric rings. Concentric yeah. rings. It's a circle. Why, why have we said concentric ring then? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a circle. It's a circle. When you're doing it like cutting fairways for football pitches, it's for the look, isn't it? Right. It's for the TV viewers or think of the one you'd rather play. Straight away, oh, that one looks really nice. Yes. It's got all crisscrosses. Yeah, but why? <laughs> why? Why? I, I feel like that. I do when I see it. Oh, cool, that's nice. Isn't it? Yeah. Why? Is why it would we prefer to go to that one? Does it look better tended in our eyes, Joe? You're thinking this must be a better course or pitch because it looks like someone's really put care and attention to it because nature's not stripy. Unless you're talking about zebras. <laughs> Why the fuck are zebras coming up here? <laughs> Tigers. Yeah, equally stripy. What do you think? Probably do what I did one year when the training ground down at Guildford, it was a frosty morning and the coaches' offices look out the window onto the pitches that we used to right. train at. Yeah. Perfect bird's eye view of this pitch. And it was cracker dawn. I was there first thing. And I thought, fuck it, it was all that frosty dew. And I thought, oh, I'm going to go out there and draw a giant <laughs> cock and balls. So, and it took some effort to, to like start in a position and then scrape round, you know how you What do, were you using? My feet. Mm-hmm. Just scrape round doing like, as you do, dragging your yeah. feet in the shape and trying to think it without having... I, I'm not Neil Buchanan, mate. I didn't have the beauty of... <laughs> Or the luxury of having these cameras as I was doing Did it. Did you I do hair to... on the balls? No, no hair. Too... Any ejaculate? We're talking that this 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 knob was the size of a pitch, the entire pitch. Really? Took, I, it fucking took me ages, mate. I ain't in there doing jizz marks or <laughs> or pubes, and I've done it in the hope that it might get a laugh from the coaches later on. Not a single fucking <laughs> one. Took me ages. Not a single one of them batted an eyelid as if to go... 
Oh, yeah, it's cock and ball. Maybe it's just me. So Sorry. It wasn't you that done it on uh, the golf course and worked out then? Someone scratched in a cock and balls. On one of the greens. Did they? Yeah. <laughs> did you laugh like that or did you get fucked off uh, about it? No, at the time, uh, the head greenkeeper was on holiday, so I was in charge. <laughs> and then it was a general manager, had to go and show her. And she was trying to read one of the words they'd scratched in as well. It's a word you wouldn't say. Starts with a C. Oh, and well, she was trying to read definitely it. Definitely say it. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a lot, actually. She was trying to read it and then she looked at me and said, what does that say? And I had to sort of just go, you don't want to know. I'm not saying that. <laughs> How did you get rid of the uh, cock and balls on the green? Did you try and uh, make it into something else, like a beautiful butterfly? At first I made it worse. Because what I, what you do is you want to put like a, like a sand on, like a top dress in, to let it heal. But by scratching that in, obviously you're showing it up even more. So you've got, <laughs> you've got a bright yellow sandy cock on your green. <laughs> no, I think it was more brown, the soil. But yeah, it was there for a while. Would you fancy stripes on your lawn, Joe? I've tried several times. No I joy. I can't do it. I can't, it's so hard. Like, I go up the hill... Then I turn around and then I go down the hill mm-hmm. along the line that I just did and then I go up again <laughs> and I just keep doing that. And there's like the small remnants of lines, but it's I'm like, what the fuck? Why, why don't I just go round and round? Because this isn't working. How do you get the lines? Well, you just go up and down, opposite directions. So why the fuck is it not working then? Have you got a roller on there? No. Oh. That'll be it then. That'll be it then. <laughs> <laughs> It's to a man wondering why... Did you hear that? (laughs) And he went, you got a roll on there? And I went, no, he went, oh. There was a a small... Oh, he hasn't got a roll on there. He hasn't got a roll on there. Listening to a man complaining he can't paint a picture and then finding out he's not got a paintbrush. (laughs) No, I've I've had some troubles with my lawn over the years. Moles. Moles. I've had my issues with the moles. And one cure for me was to get a uh, four metre by three metre roll of astroturf you know like right yeah. you, you just rolled it so i put that in front of the patio just so there was a nice little grassy area bit that the kids could just fall off the patio onto without <laughs> it thingy. and it was there for about a month or so and it was it started stinking where the dogs would fucking piss on it and then it wouldn't fit. and i was like what is that and you had to click and i didn't realize you can't just put it down like a rug yeah probably after two weeks you lose all the grass i'd say in the right temperatures. And then I thought, well, I'm going to have to rectify this. I'm going to talk you through my process of what I did. Just chime in if there's any criticism or feedback you'd like to give. <laughs> so what I did was I got like a, looks like a, a spade, but it's got handles. In fact, it doesn't look anything like a spade. The spades don't have handles. No, no, it's a, so it's got a handle and then it's got a roller at the bottom. It's only about that big. How big is that? A foot. It's only about a foot yeah. wide. It's got a roller with spikes on. I think oh. it's called an aerator. Aeration, And I also yeah. got some uh, things that you put on the bottom of your shoes with oh, spikes no. that aerate you. <laughs> so I'm there walking these fucking spikes. <laughs> oh, no, brilliant. And then the roller. So I'm doing that to this mud and then, like, scraping it all because I wanted to disturb it. Then I got a couple of bags of topsoil yeah. and uh, then I'm spreading that all over this area. And then I've got some grass seed and then I'm chucking a load of grass seed down. Then I'm watering in it, and then I put a um, a fence, like a plastic fence around around it, so the kids and the dogs stayed off it. Then I put some spikes in the middle of this area with some 
glittery and like CD type things to keep the birds away. Okay. And then I'd regularly water it. Nearly? What do you mean nearly? That's, that's not, it's not bad. bad. Not a bad effort. Okay, yeah. I'd have changed something around a little bit. Where So when you said you spiked it, yeah. I'd have seeded it after you spiked it. <sighs> so the seed drops into the holes. Right. So it's basically. But I was worried that these holes were too big that the seed would just fuck nah, off down the hole. It'd be fine. <laughs> and nah. then what would happen? It'd be stuck down a hole. Lost forever. <laughs> yeah, but if it goes down like a three inch hole, the grass can't grow down there, can it? <laughs> can it? <laughs> Do you think. Hey, you grass think grass grows on top, doesn't it? Just on top. It fucking does. You chuck your grass seed down and then it grows. Where do you think the roots are? Just below the top. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next time I do that, so the, the the aerating boots and the thing, any good? Yeah. Not really. Mm. I'm not saying they're no good, but I think you look like a bit of a knob. <laughs> <laughs> you say that, Terry. Happy to, happy to look like that. <laughs> what about the issue that I've got in my back garden, Terry, is... <laughs> Caused by Dursey, my mate Dursey, when his dog comes over. The time. issue you've got in your back garden is caused by Dursey. Dursey's dog, Doris. Doris comes over and does, does the dog theme. They go... Yeah, yeah. So we've now got some Dursey's Doris holes in the back garden. Okay. The boys referred to them as Pepe's trailing leg because if you're playing football and you go over in them, you're on your face. Yeah. What should I be filling these holes with and are there always going to be holes there? Is the dog there regularly? Doris might come up once or twice a year. I get a lot of hassle from my mum and dad. Yeah. So they always say we should have the perfect lawn because of the job you do. Yeah, valid. Yeah. But they've got dogs. So I said, you're never going to have a good lawn because you've got dogs. Oh, boy, because of the dog, dog piss. Oh, everything. They run around, they slide. My dog scratches the surface and it's just like, what's the point? I'm going to be there all day, every day. So I just gave up. On so, my... the, so the key to a good lawn is to not have dogs in? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay, let's say that, that Tom's got <laughs> hasn't got dogs and not going to have but, dogs, but it has got these holes and he wants those holes repaired. I, from my expert knowledge here, Terry, would chuck some sand in it. Oh. Sand? What, from the beach or? Like uh, like the uh, <laughs> like clay sand you can get. Clay sand. Clay sand and then some topsoil on top and then chuck some seed on it. Thoughts? <laughs> Close. But again, it all depends what your garden is. I've got a friend that's got clay. It's a lot of clay in his soil, right? So everything dries up really quickly, cracks. So what you want to do is try and basically get sand, more of a sandy soil into a clay, because clay's not great. It's not good for your lawn. It's not good for watering. It holds water and then it cracks really easy. Just get some topsoil. I'd put a little bit in the holes, depending on how deep they are, a bit of seed, a bit more over the top. It protects it from the birds, so they can't see the seed. Clever. And then... Oh, clever. Fuck. So that's it. Because I would be out there and like <laughs> checking it in the morning, ready to water it and all that lot, before the sun came out so it doesn't burn it. And uh, the birds, there'd be fucking loads of them yeah. just there pecking the seed. They'll be there I'm all like, day. What's going on here? How do you yeah. stop the birds? I thought my CDs, like the reflections, was going to work. That didn't work. Yeah, I always put a thin bit of soil over top. the over the seed, and then it, you can't really see the seed. Then how's the sun get into it? Well, it's fine. It's seed. It'll grow. <laughs> when you does it need does it need <laughs> does it need sun? Does it need sun? So <laughs> does it need sun? So have you ever done a vegetable patch or anything like that? What do you think the answer to that is? <laughs> <laughs> no. Fuck it now. 
<laughs> Go on. Well, you put seeds like if you're growing carrots or something, you put yeah. them in the bottom of the pot, don't you? A couple of inches below the soil. They're not in the sun. They still work. Potatoes, they're going yeah, but I, in the I, ground. Yeah. Oh, God, he's got a really valid point. I didn't <laughs> think you needed sun for them things. Because they, they're root vegetables, aren't they? So they grow... They grow under <laughs> the ground. They grow under, yeah. Yeah. And but there is something... But grass grows on top, so grass needs sun. Yeah, well, potatoes, they're not totally invisible, are they? When, what do you mean they're not... Well, they're not... There is many parts of the potato are above the ground. How many parts? You never see a potato above the ground. You see the parts of the potato... Part. Yeah, the leafy bit. Yeah. Right, so that's... That quick, long and short of it is I can <laughs> stop the birds by putting some seed on this topsoil and then putting some a layer, thin layer of soil yeah. on top to cover it. Yeah. Because yeah. apparently my grass doesn't need sun. Well, it does need sun. But the seed... <laughs> you two birds are just like they're taking a the piss out of me. <laughs> you can still get oh, the, the, the effects of the sun just below the top. You're getting that warmth there, aren't you? The warmth. Hence, not a lot of stuff grows in the winter. If Joey's putting seed down, Terry, talk to us about different types of grass. What sort of grass should Joey be looking for? <sighs> Depends what you use your, your lawn for. So if you've got your kids running around all the time, you want a hardy bit of grass, don't you? So there's different types of grass? There's hundreds, thousands. Of, the, the of science... different types or just blades? Because I'm uh, sure there's more than thousands of blades of yeah, grass. Yeah, th there's a thousand types of different grasses. The science behind it is way over my head. They're mixing grasses together to create like the perfect grass for different situations. So on a, again, you go back to golf courses, on the green, you don't want a thick blade because it's slowing the ball up. So you want a really small blade of grass, a thin blade. So there's Whoa. so the, on a golf course, there's different types of grass. Yeah. It's not just cut differently. No, a green will be like really small bladed grass because you want the ball to roll quick and fast and true. Whereas on rugby, football, you want a wear-tolerant grass. So that would be a thicker blade. It's mad. The science behind it is mad. Right, Joe, let's get different scenarios for your garden usage then. I will start off, Terry, with Joe wants to walk barefooted over his lawn with Daisy. I'd, I'd probably go like more of a perennial rye. Most perennial rye grasses is what you'll see and what you'll have on sports pitches. Well, Jasper plays football. On again, the front grass bit, so that, that, I need different sections. That would be a harder grass, would it? Yeah, but that would be, again, a similar perennial rye. That's the most common sort of grass seed you'll get. You know, if you go into your local garden centres, most of it will be perennial rye. Let's say the most ones I've dealt with is, uh, I think it's like brown bent grass seed, and it's tiny. You literally, you can lose it on your finger. It's that tiny. But that's what you have on golf greens, because you want something really small. How small is the smallest blade that you can cut it to? Lengthwise, how small can you make this grass? Like? It's, it's all about stress levels as well. Your stress levels? <laughs> no, the grass's stress levels. Right. Oscar, what the fuck's the grass going to do? What, just because he's panicking like fuck about... <laughs> you might think it's you all chopping over. his head off in a minute. Like, oh God, constantly thinking, when am I going to get chopped up again? Well, the bigger the leaf, the more healthier in theory the grass is, isn't it? Because it's it can get more like light, can get more sun, yeah. more water. But if you're taking it like we're saying, like tiny, you can stress them out by doing too much work on them, and that can bring on diseases. What sort of disease? It, disease. So there's like there's loads, loads. Fusarium's quite a popular one. Fusarium. What, what happens, happens with that? 
Fusarium's like, it basically kills off little round circles, but it can go big. It could destroy a whole green if you leave it. Without. So they look like the fairy circles? No, it's fairy rings. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's the fairy ring? <laughs> you know when you just get a ring in the grass and it's a different colour? It's where a dog's pissed, isn't it? <laughs> no? <laughs> no, it's hollow. So it sort of like looks healthy in the middle. Yeah. And you see like this big circle. They can be all small circles, big circles. It's usually like fairy rings. Right, but okay. there's loads of diseases. What's the worst one? What's doomsday? Fusarium, if you leave it. So if you spotted it, early signs, you go and spray for it, cure it, basically. But if you leave it maybe two, three weeks, yeah, you could be losing your golf greens. Really? Yeah. Why have, why have golf courses never considered going down the plastic course route? Good question in a way. <laughs> <laughs> but it's never going to... In a way. <laughs> I'm going to back that uh, Good up. question. In a way. Well, we've got artificial rugby pitches, football pitches, yes, at amateur level. So, yeah, why not artificial? So, so you'd have like um, crazy golf score, basically, artificial, isn't it? But it's not great. The cost of, you think a cost of doing a golf course artificial, that would be crazy money, millions, millions that would of money. Be mental, but what yeah. about then just the greens? So if you didn't have to worry, if you to stop you stressing out these blades of grass all the time, so yep. they're not shitting themselves yeah. about when they're next cut, you just get in a load of fake blades that don't get stressed. Yeah, they're just happy there. Like I'm just going to stay the same all the time. It's never going to be as good. It's going to be slower. The ball roll's going to be slower. It's basically sort of like plastic grass, isn't it? Mm. It's more resistant. Whereas real grass is soft, isn't it? Really soft. You, you could like, you could massage some coconut oil into it daily. Aloe vera. Yeah. Who's she? <laughs> so shit. So shit. I think we should have a break. Then we'll talk some more plastic pictures after the ads. So those were the ads. Joe, just give me um, a brief summary of your feelings towards 4G pitches from a rugby props perspective. Dog shit. Because? They're fucking dreadful, mate. The burns you get on it, the impacts that you get from it, the the grip is too grippy. The, some of the injuries that are caused because the the boots get stuck in it because there's not that natural give. They're fucking shit. I just don't know who on earth gave it the green light. In fact, I sort of semi do. I think we gave it the green light as players. Like you have to cite you are you happy to play, but you kind of had to. Because if you say, no, I'm not happy to play, they'll just be like, all right, we won't pick you then. Or Do you know what I mean? So, you, And I understand it from a community point of view that they need something that's good for the community and you can do all sorts on it all the time, but it's not right, is it? Terry, how do you feel about fake pitches? I play football on an artificial pitch and sliding on that, it takes about two, three weeks for my knees to heal. Ouch. Literally, you know, it just takes the skin off. I personally don't really like them, but I can see why they do them. That is cost-saving massively. What I'm trying to think of um, the pitch at Twickenham, and loads of different football pitches have got it now, where some of it's real and some of it's fake. What Deso. Have you heard of Deso? What's, is it called a Deso? I think it is. Is it called Deso? Where every like fourth blade is a fake blade. I think they've got it at Murrayfield because they were the problems with the worms, didn't they? Oh, they had that Do you remember? disease. Yeah. They had one of those fairy diseases. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, where they had loads of these worms that were turning into fairies and then eating the blades <laughs> eating of grass. Eating the blades. Yeah, that's exactly what <laughs> happens. You fucking twat. No, it's, it's, it's a cost-effective thing, like, especially probably more in rugby. Soft ground, that rips up a lot when you're in a scrum. You can see it on TV when you watch. It's never going to do that on an artificial pitch, is it? So you think they've got nothing to repair afterwards. Yeah, I get that, but then I don't get the fact that it doesn't give way, so therefore you can get, if you get caught in the wrong position, your foot can't move. Yeah, it's not natural. And then you think about the cost of repairing someone's Achilles because that's snapped. Oh, yeah, totally. And I'm like, fuck off. Just let us have this beautiful grass with lovely Mm. soil. Yeah. Really does my nothing. Talking of soils, what sort of soil... Are we thinking about because the, the time I had moles and it would bring all this soil up, and I, I got it's really nice soil. Got this guy with the mole, mole man round to the thingy, and he's going through this. He's cool, he's got nice soil here, boy. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> he's, he's holding the soil, and he's cool, he's got nice soil here, boy. Yeah, it's like, thing. I said, What do you mean? He said, Fucking nice soil, he's got nice soil around here. <laughs> what, what, what do you mean? What does he mean by that? Is that's, it different types of soil? Yeah, that's going back to what I was saying earlier. So, if you would have had clay, more of a clay, it'd be horrible. It'd be like uh, literally in your hands. It's all you'd squeeze it between your fingers, things like that. It's horrible stuff. So you sound like you've got more maybe of a sandy soil, which is free drainage, basically. Ooh. I bet your grass doesn't get that very wet and boggy then. Well, I don't know actually because it's on a hill, so it might do at the bottom, but I never go to the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it takes days and get her to go down the bottom of the garden. I'm only at, the top. at the top, I don't. I don't. Can't be asked. It's too. Hard. Are you better off having a garden that is too wet or too dry? That's a tough question. I'd probably say too dry. Then you can just water it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you feel like you had the answer to that question in your head, Joe? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. So essentially. <laughs> <laughs> whatever way it was <laughs> you'd do something different about it anyway yeah. so if it was too wet you'd dry it out and if it was too dry you'd wet it <laughs> <laughs> but it's easier to water isn't it hot is it you got to eat <laughs> how did you how did you get into groundskeeping the honest truth is my mum made me go get a job when oh. I dropped out of college right so just went literally, I started playing golf. So she started writing in to get me off my ass. Yeah. So that's how I got Did you have it. to go and get any qualifications or like, yeah, you, is I, it a learn on the job sort of thing? Uh, you're always going to learn more on the job. But yeah, there's loads. You can go into master's degrees. I did a level two sports turf, which was two years, like one day a week going to college. And then did another level three. You need your pesticide spraying certificates to spray chemicals you can't just go and do it you have to go and get a license what? you have to do it in an exam you, why can't you just chuck whatever you want down because it would be against the law it's a you, good answer why is you, it is a good answer but why, <laughs> why is it against the law if you're just you're not causing any harm you're just or does it cause harm well it, it could cause harm couldn't it if you don't know what you're using and how to apply it at the right rates you could be putting loads of this chemical down and damaging the environment. And some of the stuff is really harmful. Is it? Yeah, so they are banning a lot of chemicals, which actually makes the job a lot harder. There used to be a really good chemical to suppress worms. So you'd never get worm casts on a golf green, 
I bet you need. Probably suppressing <laughs> worms, though. Like. You need a worm, though. They are good. They're massively... are they good for aerating. Yeah, yeah, they're creating holes. But you, on a golf green, you don't want worm casts every day. The ball hitting the the worm casts, stopping the ball. It looks ugly. It smears when you cut it. So they're not great. A, I've lost it. A worm cast. Yeah. What's a worm cast? The worms create that little bit of like soil on the top of the surface. You've seen a worm cast. Looks a bit like... They're not worm poo. It's... <laughs> Is it? It's not worm poo? No. Fucking hell, 31 years. 31 years. <laughs> I thought, thought loads... worm shit. And I just thought, because they eat mud, that it's just mud. So it looks it... like a muddy shit. Yeah, so it's just worm shit, but it's mud, so I've never been worried about it, but... So I haven't had to worry about it really anyway. It's no, not worm shit. No. It's, it's called worm it's cast. Not, it's not like dog poo. If it goes in your eye, it's going to blind you or anything Right, like that. okay. So, yeah. Right, it's okay. safe. I, can, I, but, yeah. I always look at it a bit like, oh, it's worm... Oh, fucking hell. The realisation of this now. Amazing. There's loads of worm cast about. So just trying to get around the regulations has made the job a lot harder. So now you've got guys going out there every day on a golf course with something that's called a, like a switch. So it's basically a big cane. And you're whipping the worm casts off. What? So you think you now you've got two guys maybe spending two hours a day doing They're that. They're whipping worm casts. Yeah. Whipping them with a, like a big cane. Like if you get one in the leg, it bloody hurt. <laughs> <laughs> They're there all day. <laughs> no, you're next. <laughs> okay, fine. What's the technique? Are you going sort of top down to squash the cast or sideways to try Sideways. And you're whipping like it. that whipping action across the surface. You've not got a machine for that, no. No, not really. Help me on this. Why is it such a struggle for with snow and groundskeepers getting on, having to scrape all the snow off or put things? I'm like, why don't... If it snows in the morning of that game, chuck a load of salt down. Is that not going to work? That's not good. Not you, good? You wouldn't want to put salt on the grass. What? You, but you'd get rid of the snow? Yeah, and you'd probably also get rid of all the grass over time. Why? What's that doing to... The, well, it'd just burn it. Salt will burn the grass. So if you put a lot of salt down, say, on your driveway, mm. when it's icy, you'll probably notice you don't get many, like, bits of moss, weeds and things like that. Mm. Oh, every day is a learning day. I'm going back and sorting my fucking patio right <laughs> now. <laughs> Sorting it up. Sorting it. So if you put a load of salt and moss, and, like, a week later, you'll see it, it'll be burnt off. Oh, that'd be why they don't put yeah. salt on the... <laughs> On the pitches, then. Why he's answered that one? Uh, good enough, then. Uh. What are the other creatures that can really mess up your golf course or your lawn? Then, so we've done moles, worms yeah. with their casts. What else? There's a bug, basically called a Schaefer grub. A Schaefer grub. Schaefer grub. Yeah, it's a Schaefer grub. It's like drives a... cars, does it? <laughs> it's... Brilliant. Got to laugh out that one. <laughs> you can it's come a... back. It's uh, basically how I describe it is a massive maggot with like little legs. Mm. Remind you of anything, Joe? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> really, really does. <laughs> so they're under the ground. They lay eggs and things like that. And they're beetle, like a beetle form as well. So they eat the roots of the oh. grass. So they're not just killing the grass, but as soon as they come up near the surface, birds and things like that are pecking for them. So then they're destroying the surface by trying to get to them. Double trouble. That, that's quite a bad one. What are they um, called? Schaefer beetle. Well, it's a Schaefer grub. Schaefer yeah. grub. Yeah. It sounds horrible. Do you know what I mean? They're horrible looking. Really things. 
aloof and twatish. Yeah. Oh, I'm a Schaefer grub. It's a Schaefer grub. Oh, I'm a Schaefer grub. I think they're German. Schaefer grub. German Schaefer yeah, grub. Nothing Schaefer. against Germans, but more specifically against German Schaefer grubs. The Schaefer grub. Okay, perfect. I've seen pictures of some golf courses destroyed by badgers. What do the badgers do? Just rip up the surface for, again, for like grubs and things like that. And you think how big a badger is, it could ruin areas very quickly. Yeah, on that, you you got to really remember this. Like Badgers don't know that that's a golf course. No, they don't. They're not no. sitting there going, oh, fuck, Stephen's <laughs> teeing off on the 17th here. Um, they're just going, oh, I can. See, uh, there's a nice moist patch that I want to go look for some grubs in. So, you know, we've got, you've got, I think you should work at a golf club that allows nature to take its way. It's, it, you know, it's, imagine that for a golf course, that everything's just overgrown. Yeah. I mean, you're never finding your ball and you're not fucking putting a single thing, but literally a golf course <laughs> that you do, you make and then you don't mow. That's, I think, where the money's at. I've been to a couple of golf courses, more like down the New Forest, and they just have wild horses all over the place. It's great. I think yeah, it's great. Yeah. And they probably don't have to cut that much because the animals are doing it for them. So apart from the greens, but then you're going to get hoof marks all over your greens. Oh, true. Oh, true. So that's, you're not loving that. That's doing... Yeah, I quite like nature, though. I quite like oh. seeing it around. What's your anxiety levels around aliens? <laughs> 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 and then potentially landing on, on your greens, on your thing, and causing all those circle marks and... Uh, what are they called? Crop circles. Crop circles. Do you do you think about that often, daily, weekly? Yeah, I probably do. Yeah. Because I just think oh, how rich I'd be and how I could just retire. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So it's not an anxiety thing. It's more of a, a want and a will. Yeah. I, for an alien to land, cause a crop circle. I could take some photos, and then you make go, my money. Have you ever considered actually just making some fake crop circles, yeah. doing that, and making some money from that? No, I'd probably lose my job that way, though, wouldn't I? If I got found out. Oh, yeah. What is, if it isn't aliens, what's the worst thing that's happened to your course? No one's ever got on a joyridden round it, have they? Yeah, you get that. Do you? Oh, you look at his eyes. His eyes turn. The <laughs> They're yeah. like, fucking, yeah, you do get that. You get some nasty stuff. It's more, the first golf course was that. It's like a pay and play course. And you could get on there. The area it was, you could get cars on there. You'd find burnt out cars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's not good. Um, I think the worst things back then, some underwear was found on a golf course, huh. ladies' underwear. I'd be more concerned about a burnt-out car than some ladies' underwear, but... I'd be more concerned that we think we found a human poo in the golf hole. What? <laughs> Brilliant. Someone's had a shit in the golf hole? Yeah. For some reason, I immediately just pictured your sister. <laughs> Thanks! <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> some reason I just <laughs> immediately pictured your sister <laughs> saying it again doesn't make it better <laughs> shitting shitting down the golf hole you're picturing my sister because shitting the... in a golf hole <laughs> because of the the shit story that was oh yeah at, at a school yeah I don't know why but I just think it's something you should do is it something you should do probably not flag in or flag out Terry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, they would. <laughs> no, what's the flag in or what's the <laughs> flag out? Oh, right. I thought you meant when they were doing their business. <laughs> hey, what is this? 
<laughs> but I might have used it as a wiping technique. Why the fuck? Was... Oh, you mean the top, top end of not the, the bag, not, not the, the shaft. Why <laughs> are you using the pole to wipe your arms? You're going to get no fucking purchase off of that. Do you uh... think you could ever shit in a golf hole if you had to? Because in terms of accuracy. Easily. Really? Yeah. Straight in? Well, actually, my anoops would probably swallow the hole itself. <laughs> um, no, easy. Although it's just the it's the flatness of you're just hole in hole, aren't you? Mm. Whereas sometimes you're used to elevation, or? elevation. You know, your legs being bent. It's quite a oh. small hole, though. Yeah, but if you're directly on it and you're just sat down like a teddy bear, <laughs> you're just sat on it rather than trying to squat and aim it. You know, like in those foreign toilets you get where there's just a hole in the ground yeah. and you've got to squat and try and aim it into mm. it. I wouldn't do that. I'd just sit down like a teddy bear and put my hole in the hole. That would make it easier. How deep are those holes? <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Depending on how much you eat. It's going to fill up quick. Oh, it's going to... It's, oh, I don't know, I'm trying to think, probably five inches deep, I suppose, something like that. This episode is sponsored by the following. Sweet Caroline Harris. Frankie Hughes goes to Hollywood. The Galvanizer, Joe Galvin. We Jimmy, it's James Napier. Jenny Burns was a friend of mine. Tinker Taylor soldier Cy Waderson. Velo, Victoria Grace Lopez. The need for rub speed. Matt and his Johnson, the banker Tom Barkley, Kerry the Steed Noble, James Halbalo, can you go? Alexander the Great Picuza, Bob Hope and his grandchildren, King Louis Morgan, and all killer, no filler, it's Ian Miller. To be more like all of them, go to patreon.com forward slash Joe Marler Show, grow the show, get bonus content, and become an official sponsor today. Do you like leaf blowers? Yeah, they're all right. <laughs> he doesn't like leaf blowers, that tells me. <laughs> Not a big fan of leaf blowers, no. It just gets a bit boring when you've done it year after year after year. Yeah, no, I, get, I, I feel your pain, but I quite like <laughs> leaf blowers. What's, what model are you rocking, Joe? I've got a Husk, Husqvarna 120IB. That's not bad. I, I, I don't know the model off the top of my head, but Husqvarna are yeah. right up there. Yeah, I've also cause I've got two. I've oh. actually got three, if I'm telling the truth. I've got Husqvarna and two Makitas. Okay, not uh, so good. Not oh. so good. Yeah, they they were the first. Yeah. Then upgraded, like much more powerful, slightly smaller. Hang on, the more expensive one is smaller. Smaller, but much more powerful. Terry, I would like to know a slightly geeky golf question. Talk to me about the speed of greens. Uh, so that's something you measure called a stint meter. It's like a massive ruler in a way. I was trying to describe it. And you have the ball is perched on a hole at the top. You lift it up until the ball releases. And then you measure three golf balls, the distance they've travelled. And then you, there's a calculation and it gives you the stint meter reading. So like a pretty fast green would be a stint meter reader of like 12 or 13. Quite geeky that, isn't it? <laughs> I enjoyed that chat. <laughs> I did as well. But I just pictured us being on the course together and going, huh. Oh. Got the ninth coming up here. How uh, how quick's the green? It's a 14, Joe. It's a 14 on the stint meter. Can you get a 14 on the stint meter? I think you can. Right. Okay. Can. So does that, would 14 be quick? That would be lightning. Fucking What's lightning Augusta? quick. Augusta will be quick. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't remember. Do, it'd be like 13, 14. Sort of like what's like a one-up? What's a one-up then? It'd be like 
throwing the ball really hard and it goes nowhere. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, oh, well, it's bottom. On average, I think ours, on average, are always around 9, 10. That's the sweet spot. What's the obsession at golf clubs with fucking thick grass, long grass? Rough? Yeah, rough. The rough. <laughs> What's the obsession with rough? Well, you've got to make it like it's an obstacle, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, basically? no, I get that. But can't you just have like a thick rough get where it. you can still find your fucking ball <laughs> rather <laughs> than the four foot shit that if you go in there, mate, you ain't find it for fucking yeah. life. So again, that's down to the species of grasses. You want thin species of grass that you can see your ball from. That's all about trying to seed it, basically. You'd have to reseed it all. Next time I pop to Wellshurst, I'll be saying you need a new species of grass. Yeah, nice. Fuckers. Motherfuckers. <laughs> but some of the... Um, I was actually talking yesterday to one of the boys I used to work with. He actually said some of the England rugby boys were down playing where I used to work. Oh, yeah. Where do you used to work? Chobham. Oh, yeah. But he doesn't know anything. Anything. Well, about <laughs> rugby. <laughs> yeah, he just went, I don't know who they were. Yeah. But you get celebrities and all sorts down there. So. At, your, at yours or old course? No, the Chobham one where I used to work. Was it a nice one? Average. Mm, it's a member's course. Who's the, bi- who's, the, who's the biggest that you've had? Probably Deck from Ant and Deck. Oh. oh, specifically Deck? Yeah. So they don't go everywhere together? No, I thought they both played, but it's I think it's his father-in-law's a member down there. Decent player? I don't think he's that great. <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. Don't worry about that. How do you get treated as a groundsman? How do you get treated by... Members, like do people? Yeah, it's, it's a bit like the shop assistant thing, isn't it? Or you work in a cafe, and some people just pretend you're invisible. Yeah, so it's hit or miss. You get really nice people, really nice members that will literally chat to you, stop and chat, and you get people that look at you like you're crap on their shoe, which I've never really understood because you're prepping something for them to do. So why look at them like that? Uh, some of the things you get blamed for is when they hit a bad shot. And they'll look at you like it's your fault. They'll be like, it's your fault. You shouldn't have been there. And you're like, no, it's your fault. I shouldn't have been... You should, <laughs> it's your fault because you don't like people watching you, fucking pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had arguments with members before where they'll just hit a ball. Someone would be working on a green and someone's hit a ball straight into them, like, you know, no. landing next to them. You go up there and say, what are you doing? You know, you could have killed the guy. You hit him in the head. A golf ball can kill someone. And they just go, well, you shouldn't be there. And that's their answer. And you're sort of like, we're trying to do something for you. <laughs> is there any point Is there any point where you've, uh, you know, when you're like mowing around and then someone's getting ready to take their tee shot and you, you, <laughs> you recognise them and you know, oh, he's that fucking helmet. Here they are. There's... And you then, t- so you turn it off as if to be like, okay, I'll, you pull to the side, don't yeah, you? You turn yeah. it off and you're like, the, and then you know, accidentally lean on the horn or something <laughs> like that. You're like, oh, fucking hell, I'm really sorry. I'll be doing There's... that all day long. There's things you're like, I've, I don't really want to admit to it, but there's things I've done. Don't worry, we'll use, we'll use a different name on this section. So we've got a new uh, groundsman. Uh, this is grounds Tony. For Tony, good original. Tony, yeah. have you, what sort of uh, nasty things do you I'll do to members? Yeah. <laughs> so if there's someone that I really don't like, or someone that is horrible. Literally, that you see their ball, you can kick it in the rough. <laughs> <laughs> they can't see. They put it from the tee around the corner. You can kick it in the rough, kick it in a bunker. Nice. Tre- <laughs> tread it down in a bunker, <laughs> put it deep down there, things like that. Or they might have said, oh, I can't form a ball. You know where it is. You just go, no, nah, I didn't see it. And drive <laughs> off. 
<laughs> I just love it. That could be just like a little show in itself, can't it? Just, let's go with Terry around the thing. Tony. Go with Tony. We're going with Tony around the courses of England and uh, hiding members' balls. <laughs> just, you seen them? No, mate. Sorry about that. Fucking wanker. Here we go. <laughs> That's what I don't get because you just think there's so many things we can do. You can put the whole cups in horrible positions. Yeah. So if, I don't know, you might see them coming, you're changing the holes. You can go and put it on a horrible slope. You know they're going to three or four putt. You can just go and put it on there. Look Amazing. at the power Fish you've up. got. Yes. <laughs> Look out like your eyes lighting up like, yeah, fucking hell. I'm going to make this a 15 Richter scale. What was it? Richter scale, yeah. <laughs> Stain, stint. Stint meter. Stint meter. This is going to be a 15, motherfuckers. Oh, let's slow it down. Let's sprinkle some worm cast that we collected earlier. Just smear it on. Slow as fuck. Oh, just the power you'd have as a groundsman. Oh, I'm fucking doing that. That's brilliant. Have you ever been hit by a golf ball? Yeah. Oh, yeah, early days. Mm. I think I was only about 19. Explains a lot, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't in the face. <laughs> I was born with this face. <laughs> Where did it hit you? Uh, bang on the shoulder. Oh, no. uh, yeah, it does. You are holding it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you react? Didn't know if I wanted to cry or pass out. Well, you meant to shout four, aren't you? Yeah. That, that, sometimes you don't have enough time. Like that one, the guy didn't have enough time. Terry, uh, <laughs> have you got anything, anything at all? Anything, anything else you want to just get off your chest? You, you know, this is your. This what, is, does it sound like I hate members? <laughs> I just meant in general, mate. You can talk whatever you want, and let's uh, just get because I could sit and talk to you for fucking hours. I would absolutely love to work with you at your golf course I would I guarantee I would have so much fun all day long A hiding uh, members balls um, but B finding about finding out about all the thousands of different species of grass that me and you could you know plant here and plant there and that lot but you've been absolutely brilliant thank you so much for coming on mate no, thank you for having me it's been great thank you He's really, I fucking love him <laughs> Joe, you got any grass songs? Grass songs? Yeah. Songs about grass. Yeah, thanks. Green, green grass, blue, blue sky. You better throw a party on the day that I die. That was nice. Who was it? George Ezra. That was my George Ezra. It was good. I liked it. Hello. George Ezra. (laughs) I'm trying to develop away from Mandela. (laughs) And this, I think, is, I think it's me. Plus, I can sing a lot better in this voice. Give me another one, I'll sing it. <laughs> uh, another grass song. I am the grass man, take me where you choose. Go to the park after dark, smoke that tumbleweed. <laughs> Let the marijuana burn, take our turns, singing that dirty rap song. Stopping at the bone like a chicken chong, singing that here to Hong Kong. Roll, roll, roll the joint, pick up the king of grass. <laughs> I'm gonna beat that. What you got in your locker, bitch? Can I hear that same song done by Nelson Mandela, please? Hold on. 45 and two zigzags. Baby, that's all I did. Go to the park after dark and smoke that double weed. Let the marijuana burn and take out that sick that dirty rap song. Stop and hit the bong like a chicha. Hey, hit a Hong Kong. 
roll, roll, roll the joint. <laughs> you can, let's go. <laughs> hey, that's 2 0 to me now, motherfucker. <coughs> Love that guest, all the best. See you next week. Cheers. If you would like to support what you've just heard, <laughs> you can now subscribe. There's not a single soul in the world that's supporting that. You can now subscribe on Apple, Spotify and Patreon for a pound a week. You can get bonus content, ad-free episodes and you'll be growing the show at the same time. (laughs) Crowd Network. A place where you belong. Sports Social Podcast Network.